Hello, and welcome to our brand new segment. This one's going to be called Previously On. We actually revisit things that we read previously on get our it, podcast. Yeah. You get it, though? Um, so now this time we read Ms. Marvel, and we read issues 8 through 12, because last time we talked to you, we read 1 through 7. And last time was actually our very first episode. Very, very first. first episode. So it's been a while. So if you haven't listened to it, you should, because that's gold. Yeah, go on back. We were, oh I mean, we were so professional back then. <laughs> I'm, oh I'm a little afraid to actually we go back. We were recording in Shelby's office. It was an echo chamber. We were Our microphones were potatoes. <laughs> and, uh, it's, fine. it's fine. We were also potatoes. We, so. uh, we were made also this work. Potatoes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look where we are now. We have our own studio. We do. We were making it work on Dreams and Costco Pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we're still doing that. Shit. Uh, Ms. Marvel is written by G. Willow Wilson and art by Adrian Alfana. I really love the end of this. I forgot how much I loved Kamala. And then we started reading it. I was like, oh my God, Kamala, I've missed you. I really lock job forever. Oh my God. Forever. My phone is now full. It is full of photos of lock job. Photos? Just being cute. There was a one point he like made this face at her, and I was like, "Oh my god, Lockjaw, you're the best. I love what's, you." What's um, what's Kamala's um friend's name that works in the like Seven Eleven or Quick Mart? Or- Bruno. 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 I love when Bruno looks at her and he's like, "You really just found this you just teleporting found this dog, giant teleporting like, walking- dog." down the street she's like yeah well even like her parents were more like upset that they had a dog though her mom was like of course everything in america has to be so big yeah. <laughs> though when they came back after the school exploded and locked on was just like in her room like belly up her dad Helly gave him a belly scratch before yeah, he, he left the room and i was like that's because no one can i love that her brother did a no solid and was like you know what i'll talk him into it i'll do it for you you guy. know that's because you know he said that you know the dog was like a sinner or whatever but he loves puppies everybody <laughs> loves puppies there's no one who can't and who doesn't want who doesn't want a five foot tall dog like come on i mean please i want a giant slobbering teleporting dog with a wishbone on his head come on come on i do i do i mean a teleporting dog it's not only do you get a puppy but you you don't have to deal with traffic anymore it's amazing amazing. oh my god just teleport right into your office with your dog that's like, our, that's like our big dream. We're like, guys, <laughs> we can teleport. We go right to work with our dog. <laughs> that's because we all have really shitty traffic. You know what? That, that is not what I was thinking. I was oh, thinking I have I really shitty traffic. I have really shitty traffic. Also, you can take it to like, the Bahamas. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can put finally a, put see a bikini those, on lockdown. I was picturing us in. Uh, Ooh, I wanna take it to Bahama. I was um. I Bahama, come on, I'm pretty really mama. Wow. I would take him to Rome. That's what I was thinking. You I feel popular. like I baby. Feel why like don't he we go? Some stuff like that Leaning Tower of Pizza. It would not be leaning anymore. Yeah. Lockjaw like leaned on it. Aw, he wouldn't do that on purpose. I mean, no one's no. blaming him. I'm just saying. He's a big dog. But I also love Bruno at the end when she's like. Doug Bruno. When she's like, oh, all kinds of love should be celebrated and blah, blah, blah. It was cute. Yeah. Yeah, Because I think he could have really easily fallen into the nice guy. trope, Mm -hmm. And it doesn't. No, he's been really good at not being a nice guy. Because the thing is, is there. Yeah. I mean, there are guys out there or people or whatever that have feelings that aren't reciprocated. And the beautiful thing is when you can get past it Mm -hmm. and and just accept the love that you have and that's not even to say that she doesn't have feelings for him it's just that's not yeah we just don't know yeah Mm -hmm. they're just not there yet oh my god how great was it loki was in it yeah (laughs) that was great wait what loki Loki was in issue 12 that's the valentine's day episode i may not have gotten to that one (laughs) she gave you an extra week (laughs) i know and i really thought i had finished them all but i think it's because i finished the arc and then i stopped reading oh Hmm. okay 
which well, is my bad but yay for loki i guess for but yeah you guys. but no i loved because it was in that episode that he's trying to work out how to ask kamala to the dance and his friend is all oh you're gonna be in the friend zone he's like uh, fuck you friends and, are great yeah i, lo- I want everyone oh, in the I'm friend so zone glad that they did and then loki's work. like i will write her the letter yeah. <laughs> and he like writes this awful letter and sends it to kamala and it's she immediately goes should we call the fbi this is weird <laughs> and Bruno's she's like, not dumb you didn't really give it to her you couldn't give her that <laughs> i like that they drop loki in jersey city in full asgardian gear and everybody just thinks he's a hipster for brooklyn <laughs> that makes sense they keep though. calling him the viking hipster that's good they should do mm-hmm. they get worse every year uh, I really liked the recurring or the I guess the the, the theme the, the through line of making teenagers and young people feel like they're worthless and that how do you how do you tell the the future that they're worthless most most of my notes involved the teacher and that article and then um, those the kids parroting the inventor and saying oh mm-hmm. the only thing we're good for is power for this generation and then Kamala's big speech at the end which is like no. We are like, I just, I love that because that's all we hear now is like millennials are ruining the world. And I'm sitting here going, I can't afford to live where I work because you fuckers destroyed everything. Mm -hmm. I'll never be able to buy a house because you fucked up that market. Like I can't get a good job or a living wage because you fucked that up too. But hey, it's definitely my fault because I'd like to be paid. Yeah. God forbid I read shit on my phone. So no, that really, that struck a chord for me. I was like, fucking preach girl. It was great. Especially since it's targeted this this book at teenagers mm-hmm. or yes. you know young adults in and the- who are hearing that poisonous garbage all the fucking time. Yeah, that oh you're useless, you're mm-hmm. you're wasting your time, you're or wasting the, your life. That whole idea that if you spend time on the internet, you are not being social when you're literally you talking to people around the world. Yeah, spending time talking to people that you otherwise wouldn't even know existed, let alone shared things that you also like. Honestly, Ugh. some of my very best friends I met on the internet. Yeah. I tell you what. <laughs> there is one in this room. Uh, yeah. That's me. That's me, guys. She was an internet oh, also, stranger. Shelby's girlfriend. Is also, Shelby's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, Let's not forget Shelby's yeah. girlfriend. Shelby's girlfriend's from the internet. My roommate's from the internet. Beatrice. We, like, have a, we have a we're, we're developing we're, a we are pattern. there's a little bit of a pattern it's fine we're just really welcoming and she mm-hmm. has just the right amount of codependency that we require to be a part of this group <laughs> excellent <laughs> i just really it, it was it was a great story the fucking bird inventor is terrifying mostly because he seems to be pretty smart but He's i like bird <laughs> <laughs> i liked that underlying theme of like G. Willow Wilson telling America's youth, you are not at fault. You are not a waste. Keep doing what you're doing. It's We're going to figure this out together. She has an amazing style where she kind of can merge the humor and the really serious notes mm-hmm. all in kind of one issue without mm-hmm. it feeling... Ham-handed. Exactly, or exactly. Yeah. Like, it's very smooth um, between both of them because it's very funny and very, you know, real. Well, like, real shit is going down. Mm-hmm. And I really, one of my favorite things about Kamala is that real shit's going down, but she's able to kind of look at it with a brevity that I really appreciate because emotions are hard and feelings are stupid. And um, if you can do something really scary or really terrifying and do it with a joke, that's like my favorite version of a hero. Yeah, she's yeah. fabulous. I love where we get to see that. That she's a that she's a both a sixteen year old girl and a young superhero, mm-hmm. and she can be all of those things at the same time. That there's a, a scene where she's talking with her her friend about the love letter that she got, and she goes from joking about how she should call the FBI and this is weird, and and joking around to I don't I've never I've never felt what it feels like to have somebody love me, 
Yeah. And there's just this no one's ever been in love with me before. You know. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's a nice it's just a nice beat of her thinking about that almost almost looking at the camera a little um, but just of her looking off into the distance and thinking about what it would be like if somebody loved her. But in a way that like because she's 16 it's not a, I mean in a lot of things that you might read it would be a sad note. Right. Like mm. oh no one's ever loved oh, me. Oh yeah. No. But she's 16 and she's hopeful. like oh this is something that this is might new. I haven't, me, I haven't done you know? this yet. Yeah. Well and also in that like teenage sort of way where you're like wondering what the world's really like Mm -hmm. you know and And what it holds for you exactly and that this is actually a possibility all of a sudden and she's like oh it really occurred to me yeah Mm -hmm. i've never never had anyone be in love with me before this uh this whole comic it has so much heart and so much joy and so much hope yeah which is it's really refreshing i mean we read a lot of really good stuff but a lot of it can be dark Mm -hmm. and and grim and makes your makes makes life feel like a battle like a slog I mean, the more adult ones, I think they kind of lose sight of the hope aspect because everything has to be so serious Mm -hmm. because you're an adult now. And that's sad. Like, you can still be positive and optimistic and full of hope and also be like a full grown adult. More than anything, it reminds me of Stephanie Brown Batgirl. Oh, yeah. In terms of the tone. I would love that. Yeah. Because she had her moments, too, of 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 deep thought Mm -hmm. and, you know, an actually real human emotion. And so, yeah, I definitely think so, too. So it was well, a lot, we a lot still of fun. love it. We love it a lot. We really do. Yeah. So much. If you have any thoughts on this or any of the things that we have covered before that you'd like to hear soon again, let us know at getinterrupted at gmail.com. Visit us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at getinterrupted. And we have snacks. So many snacks. snacks. Wine and cookies, guys. The best kind of Doesn't get any better than that. Hello, and welcome to our brand new segment. This is going to be called something that I forgot already. (laughs) But we're very excited about it. Jesus fucking Christ. Night of the Living Geek.